Breathing in diesel exhaust fumes is like walking into a fire without a mask. Over time, those toxins lead to cancer. Protect yourself with MagnaGrip, the easiest, most reliable exhaust removal system that features a true 100% seal to eliminate diesel exhaust fumes. To get free grant assistance, visit MagnaGrip.com and find them at FDIC at booth 2540. This podcast is brought to you by Flex 7 from Tenkata Protective Fabrics. Like a trusted turnout jacket you've had for years, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric delivers a perfectly broken-in feel on the very first wear. Flexible, comfortable, and powered with the strength of enforced technology, Flex 7 Outer Shell Fabric is made to move. To learn more, visit tenkatafabrics.com slash Flex 7. Flex 7, powered by Enforced Technology, only from Tenkata Protective Fabrics. TheFireStore.com, equipping protectors with passion. That's how they operate, and it's how they live. They understand that having the right gear can mean the difference between life and death. Their goal is to get you the gear you need when you need it at prices you can afford. I've been told by everybody up on this roof that they're all off the roof. I am on the roof of Exposure 4. Got fire through the roof of the fire building in the entire rear section. Now remember, given the payday, as you can account it for, okay? 610B, now is the payday, 610B. I'm out here, we got a fire. One and a half story, single family dwelling, fire shown from the second floor, give me a second alarm on this. See up there, top floor, I got people hanging out the top floor windows with a baby. Commercial building, uh, a lot of fire, a lot of smoke. Go ahead and strike a third alarm on my orders on this. Got people on the front fire escape here with windows dripping below them. We need somebody up there. Yeah, let them know we got a job. I'm pulling up now. Second alarm, I got a one-story single-family frame. Heavy fire showing from the attic. So we're using all hands. We got one line stretch, fire to fourth floor. Second line being stretched. Primary stretches are underway. Hey, welcome back to our fire engineering podcast, The Command Post. I'm Chief Rick Lasky, and my my buddy, my partner for tonight, for today, uh, Chief John Salka, is out. He is uh, uh, he's fighting an injury. Uh, we'll get into that uh, at another time, but uh, I want to wish him well and get him all healed up and everything. Uh, he's quite the trooper. But uh, so who we've got filling in tonight um, is is my very good friend, Assistant Chief Terry McGrath from Louisville, Texas. Terry's our He's my partner and my, my our, if you want to say it uh, this way, the co-host on our Hump Day Hangout, the third Wednesday of every month for fire engineering. Um, and a, a great guy. We've been together a long time. Uh, Terry's still uh, uh, the assistant chief in Louisville, um, though I know a lot of other people over the years have tried to steal him away. Uh, I had a good buddy of mine uh, and one of my mentors and my surrogate godfather, Chief Alan Brunacini, said once, the best things about having great people is they're great. The worst thing, other people want to steal them from you all the time. So uh, uh, with that, Terry's going to be filling in for John. So, Terry, welcome, buddy. Hey, thanks, Chief. Yeah, it's a, it's a big honor. Anytime you call me and tell me that I got to fill John Salka's shoes, man, that's a, <laughs> whatever. You called me, I'd have been a nervous wreck. for uh, oh, um, some big, uh, big shoes to fill. And, and uh, my thoughts out to, uh, to Chief Salka, and, and I know he'll be uh, – I'll be back the next go around, I'm sure. But uh, but thanks for asking me. Oh no, I'm glad you could do it, buddy. And you know, you're, you know, we we did this once before, and um, I think I had Scott Thompson on once. But um, you know, when when John says he goes, I can't. I'm like, I got to call Terry. And you know, it's kind of like, and I for our, for our listeners, um, Terry and I have been the co-hosts on our Hump Day Hangout, the issues and challenges uh, in the fire service, and we it was you know the two of us, and it started with me. John Salka and Chief Bobby Halton. And then we had a hard time getting everybody on and getting guests. And so finally, Bobby says, you got to get yourself a co-host. And I go, I know who to, I know who to grab because Terry has been on with us. Like we, we, I don't know how many times you were on a ton before uh, as a guest. I'm like, Terry be perfect. And God, that was years ago now. And it has worked out wonderfully, but you've been a great partner uh, I love bragging on you, um, you, you and, and Chief T. I, I, I tell people I had the dream team when I was in Louisville because Terry, a lot of chiefs don't have uh, what I had with with uh, you know the three of us on a team together. Um, 
they don't have it. They don't have people they can trust. They don't have people understand what blind faith is and words like loyalty. And um, uh, you're probably the most loyal dude that I know, man. And I, I can't thank you enough for that. So you, yeah, I thought of you right away, but we're doing this. So. Well, so yeah, so you're not you're not ever shy or short on on throwing out compliments, and 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 I, I certainly appreciate all of them. But you know, I I think that we had a very successful run in Louisville, but I I think that. Um, you know, you, you shy away from probably taking a, a lot of the credit. It, it's fun to work for somebody who's passionate and somebody who uh, has a level of expectation. So every time I walk in the building, and I've said this before, when when I walked in the building, um, you know, it's a, it's a, I, I have an immense amount of respect for you and, and, and the job that you did here and the job that you do every day out, out teaching uh, in this great profession. But you come to work and you want to do good because it, it's, it's much like a, you know, a, a, a father, really. It's just, I don't ever want to disappoint you. And um, I also see the, the intensity, the, the passion and, and, and how devoted and dedicated you are to this craft. Uh, and it, it makes other people step their game up. That's, that's all there is to it. Well, and Terry, that, I mean, and it, I've always said that it's, it's easy to do it when you find people that love the job like you do and like Tim, but in, in the Gary apples, we've, how many times have we mentioned Gary and other people, yep. you can't help do it because there are guys who love the job and there are guys that are just hanging out. They're there for the t-shirt. Uh, they bitch and complain all the time. Um, they have the world at their feet. They have everything just at the feet. You know, they're, they just, and they're still not happy. And I like to think there's fewer of them than there are, uh, I think those, I think that's the minority, if you will, uh, when it comes to those at work in general, but especially in the fire service. There's a ton of guys that love it. I think some are a little shy, Terry, about saying it out loud because they don't like guys geeking them up or giving them a hard time or teasing them because they love the job. But uh, but real quick, before we get into it, because you made me think of a, a good topic, but um, I got to run into your guys at the airport on the way to FDIC and yeah, FDIC. Yeah. They were fired up, man. They were crazy maniac firefighters. <laughs> I mean, so I hope they had a good time, T. They were nuts they, about it. Yeah, they did. And, and you know, I think that uh, the, the you know, the, it, I think you can go to FDIC. You can hear someone speak. He might present the same topic or or the same class. And, and you might be able to catch that at a different conference or, or catch it uh, in, a, in a different format. But uh i i'll tell you the the thing that i think about fdic is you can't the just being able to walk through the halls and 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 talk to so many different people and um and be able to sit around and and uh you know in in the evening time at the various social events but um everyone's talking fire um and and it's you know to me those events are are the the true benefit is the ability to interact with people and ask questions and, and, you know, God, what are you guys doing about this? And we're having a real time, you know, sourcing uniforms or, or, you know, if you want to talk, if you want to talk equipment or trucks or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, and, uh, but yeah, they were, they were of course fired up with the opportunity to go. And, uh, and yeah, when they came back, they were, they were, uh, you know, they got to, you got to get off of that high that, uh, <laughs> that week long, you got to dose yourself up back to come back down and into reality. Oh God! Well, and 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 it was fun. It was it was fun. First of all, being able to get caught up, you know, being able to get caught up uh, with them with them and talking about you know Louisville and everything else. But you know, you, you and I were were talking about something uh, a little bit earlier, um, and, and and we we mentioned it uh, uh, when we started the show. Uh, this one about you know those that are into the job, those that aren't, and you know being somewhere where you want to be part of something special. You want to find firefighters that are, that are into the, you know, the, the ones that want to go to FDIC, the ones that are into the job that it's, it, it's not a side job to them. I know some guys, Terry, where it's, you know, their lawn mowing business is their primary job and the firehouse is just what they get. You know, well, I get my benefits there and they treat it like that. They, 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 you know, they, they treat it like it's the second job and not the first job. And you know me, I've always, try to use firefighters for side jobs for work because I want to keep money in a family. But, and I, I've always encouraged guys, go get yourself a good side job. You got the money and so on and so forth, but don't forget the number one job is a number one job. I guess my, 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 my question, Terry, with that is, and you, and I wanted to get to FDIC to, to, to talk to your guy, you know, you see how your guys liked it in that, but, and I don't, 
almost skipped that because you made me think of something. How do we how do we hire more of of those young guys and gals that are in the job? How do we find them? I mean, I, I get right now, Terry. I'm seeing something. You are too. Uh, we've talked about this plenty of times um, on the phone. I've never seen anything like it in my life. There there are there are I don't know if it's are there there are too many jobs and not enough applicants or you know years and years and years and years ago when both of us were looking you know you you'd get in a car and you'd go drive to two places or three places to take three different writtens and you were hoping to get on a list that was good for two years that didn't even have any openings <laughs> or you sit yep. with 40,000 people for New York City or 30 something in Chicago and and not knowing how I mean and now they're they're you know and God bless them I mean I think it's great for the firefighters but there's signing bonuses and all the different lures and that um I think there used to be time Terry where we just we just hedged our whole hiring process on hey we're the greatest thing man we're the fire service and you want to be part of something to come but now there's this competition you know to to hire people I, I don't know I mean when I was in trophy club we couldn't hire because everybody was stealing people all the time and you see it, you know, guys will go, well, they're offering me a little bit more money there um, than I'm making here. Lateral moves are not new. Lateral moves were going on for a long time, especially in the West Coast. But I don't know, T, I, I, I'll throw that out there first. What, you know, some thoughts on what do we have to do um, to find more of those young guys and gals, you know, the, you know what I'm saying, the excited ones. Yeah. You know, I, I it, it, this is an interesting problem, Chief, because first of all, I don't know that anybody has any experience in this, and I certainly don't. It, this the job market today is unlike anything I've ever seen, ever experienced. Like you mentioned, when I when I was 18 years old riding around to test, I, I sat for every test. What whoever was given a test, I could sit for it. I sat for it. You'd go in, there'd be you know four positions, there'd be 400 people taking it, and uh, and whatever was offered, you you took that and and you made that your home. Today is exactly the opposite. You can literally just plan and say, well, I want to script the per this is the place I want to work. And, you know, we are uh, in, in just in the city of Louisville, we have 156, I think I got my numbers, 156 in operations. We got eight stations. We're, we're, uh, you know, full EMS. We're, we're a dual service uh, where everybody is, is cross-trained and, and runs the ambulance. We run, we run fire. Um, so, and it's, it's much the same image that you find throughout the North Texas areas. And you got, and you guys are busy, Terry. It's not like it's a same department. You guys get to fight fire, cut people out of cars. It's not like we don't go anywhere, you know? Yep. And so, you know, at one point in time, that's a great point chief, because we could use that to market and say, well, sure. You could go work at a newer city, newer demographics, newer fire codes, newer, newer equipment, newer, this, whatever. And I'm like, well, you could work there, but you're not going to find any fire. But, you know, so so we could use those things. But, man, nowadays it's so competitive. And so in, in Louisville, for example, we have lost two uh, firefighters that have moved to a, a, a city in the Metroplex that pays a little bit more. And, and you know, for, for context, for people listening to this, when I say it's paying more, I mean, it might be $4,000 a year. I mean, it's nothing to sneeze at. But I think personally, I think the wages of, of firefighters, I, I think it's a really good wage. Um, I think um, – could it be better? Sure, it always could. But, you know, I, I, I and, and let me just tell you where, where I think. Um, so I, I went back to school very late in life. I got a, 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 a graduate degree and it was in public administration. And, and this topic about people not gravitating towards jobs in government was a topic when, when I was going to school. And in, in, I don't know whether it was 2017, I think, is when I started that program. Um, but, but for three years in that program, this was a topic almost every semester of how do you get people to engage in, in, in municipal government in, in, in government jobs, they just don't have the lure that they used to. Right. And so when you, when you look at what the fire service is now, and I do think that is our problem is that I don't think there's as many people interested in this job as there used to be, or I say, people that are interested to the level of being the person you described. That's the guy that comes in and is just, just so passionate. So like, this is their dream job. It's like some guys show up and it's like, you know, Hey, why do you want to work here? Well, I don't know. I just, you know, you guys got a 
your your trucks are gray and red. I thought that was pretty cool. And you get what, two days off, you know, whatever the case may be. So I do think overall, right? And I don't know what that is. I don't know if when, when Google puts soft serve ice cream and ping pong tables in the break room and you know, whatever they do, if 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 that's what is is drawing everyone. I don't know. I don't know those answers, but I will tell you the thing the one thing that I think is is carries the most impact, at least in this uh in this Metroplex right now are the high school programs, the ones that are partnering with a, a junior college doing the fire academies, because now they don't turn out as many as we need because there's way more jobs than we can fill. And these high school programs are pedaling as fast as they can, but in order to facilitate the number of people that they put in program, so they're not putting out, you know, 20, uh, basically like 20 a year, let's say the one that that's closest to us, those candidates those kids that come out of those programs those are the guys chief i think that you're describing those are the ones i see a light a shimmer a, that it, there's just a little bit something different about them they are dialed in and they are committed to 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 coming into this job and making it making it everything that you and i hoped it would be when when we got into this and so and that's where i really think the 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 effort or the uh the excitement is is with that group well, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because I love the high school programs. Look, I was an explorer a long time ago. I was yep. an explorer. Yep. And, you know, the, the Boy Scouts, you know, great program, the explorers, uh, but you're limited. You're limited what you can do. Uh, that's right. why a lot of people go with the juniors program because they can have their people doing a little bit more work, if you will, and getting a little more comfortable with things. But my God, the high school programs, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was just with a couple of different groups and I'm like, so tell me what you do. And they're like, oh. By this time, I have my, you know, when I graduate, I have my firefighter, I have my EMT, I have this. I'm like, when you graduate, when I graduate high school, I said, when I graduate high school, you know, because I'll be 18 before I graduate, I'll be testing and doing this. And I'm like, you know, and, and I, I love that that thought process, because like you said, let's get them young, get them interested young, because if their parents aren't doing it, like for me, I loved it a fellow because of my dad. But if you don't have a relative that was doing it. And and my buddy John, you know, John Salka says all the time. So I got a pad of paper from him. Let me see. Sanitation worker, um, pizza parlor, um, insurance, um, you know, public, you know, oh, look at the fire department. Look at, oh, they get two days off or whatever it is and so on and so forth. You know, you're, you're getting some of that now instead of people like, God, it's been my life's dream to be a firefighter. You know, um, you know, some people write off the TV shows, you know. Uh, if that if that lures them, I mean, uh, you know, being a Mason, belonging to our, our my Masonic Lodge, a big uh, push for membership was when um, uh, oh Nicholas Cage, what was it, uh, National Treasure? When they, you know, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the whole Mason thing and all that, and they they saw a big surge in membership then because of a movie that was just a movie, and I'm like, you know, if 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 our buddy Steve Chickarotis and his show Chicago Fire or you know, if ladder, if ladder 40 and some of those, if those generate some, some interest, then, you know, thanks for the free advertising, but I, I, the high school programs and Terry, there was a time where they were getting rid of them, buddy. There was yeah. a time where they were, they were dumping them and people were doing them. And I'm like, Oh my God, you know, like everything else, they got rid of uh shop. They got rid of, you know, so you weren't working on motors, you weren't making furniture, you weren't doing all this stuff. And then they're wondering where all the people, the trades were later, you know, just like, Let's have kids that are in shape, but let's get rid of uh, PE. You know, you know. I'm just saying, and 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 to see some of those coming back, Terry. Oh, I'm so excited because there's so many. I, I was in. Uh, I did the uh, Northwest uh, Volunteer Firefighter Association, and about seven or eighty-five people. It was a weekend program, and there was a ton of their juniors there from the technical uh, college, the high schoolers. Yeah, dude, they were so into it. They were doing. They were sweeping, doing things. That were taking pictures. They were like sitting in the front row. They weren't just off in the corner on their phones. I'm, I'm, everybody's got those, but I'm just, you know, so maybe that's one of the areas we start at is I, and I, 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 I want to ask you about this a second again too, but I think we suck at recruiting. We don't, we don't, we don't recruit. 100%. Oh, we don't remember. We've talked about this. We don't recruit dispatchers, right? We hire young guys and gals that want to be cops and firefighters and that's, they become cops and firefighters instead of maybe find some people who maybe start a family late in life, you know, early life. And now they want to, they don't want to work for a department store or fast, you know, some, a job that has meaning. We don't yeah. go to the colleges um, 
and and talk to a lot of female athletes that are playing softball, volleyball, basketball. You know, we don't go to the churches in our town. You want to find a lot of good people, go to the churches, recruit. I've never seen a table, a recruiting table set up at a church on a Wednesday night or a Sunday or whatever. I've never seen one. I'm like, what a great opportunity. You want to serve, join our fire department. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sure. and we don't do that. And if you want to, if you want to um, hire from within your community and have a roster that reflects the population that, that is in your city, then you've got to go to the boys and girls clubs. You got to go to the churches and stuff. But we, so the high school programs, God, those, those they're, they're, they're wonderful, bud. Yeah. And you know, the, 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 the outreach, you know, that I think what's interesting to those uh, or at least, you know, for me and, and, you know, with the, the interest of full disclosure, I, I can tell you how frustrating or hard this is. I have a, I have a 21 year old son who I have tried in my way to steer, to, 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 to set an example or to present to him that this, this is an awesome job. And, and, and yes, I don't ever, I don't ever talk to someone or encourage someone to look into this job without making sure that they understand that you're going to see some horrible things in this job. Right. So it does, it does have some significant, um, cost, if you will, but, but overall I would change it for nothing, but I have a 21 year old son and he wants, he doesn't, he's not interested in this at all. And like I said, I don't, I don't, we've talked about it. I brought him to one of those high school programs when he was a sophomore, the orientation program, he sat through it. Uh, and, and so when we left there, you know, I'm, it's, you know, it's one of those moments, chief, you know, where you're, you're scratching the lottery ticket and you're, you know, you're really hoping that's going to, you know, so you're like, Hey, well, you know, hey well, what, what'd you think of that? You know? And, and, you know, of course there's that uncomfortable pause. And then, and you know what, it's, it's one of the moments I will tell you with my son that I, I was really, really proud of him because he looked at me and he said, I, I don't think it's for me. And I know that him sitting there, right. How many people would, would, he, he had the courage to tell me, and I don't know what he thought my reaction was going to be, but I, I was proud of him because, listen, I always say this got a, there's a high cost of failure in this job, and, and there is a price uh, uh, that, that comes along with this job, and, uh, and, and he realized or recognized it. It's just – it's not – and the last thing I want somebody to do is to come into this profession and not be invested in it. Um, you know, I, I, I've said this – multiple times on our shows, you know, that when, when I was a police officer in the city of Dallas, I would run into police officers I've never seen before, would never see again, whether I was answering a call on, on, on a, in, a, in a different area of the city or working a part-time job or whatever the case may be. But I usually would ask at some point in time, so, so how'd you end up at Dallas Police Department? And on more than one occasion, somebody said to me, well, you know, I took the postal exam on Monday <laughs> and I took the police department exam on Tuesday and police department called me first. And I would stand there like with my mouth open and think, you've got to be effing kidding me. You made a choice between carrying a gun and, and potentially putting your life on the line or delivering mail. And it all hinged on who called you back first. Listen, I, I don't want to serve next to that person. If if that was the motivating factor to get or, hey, well, you guys got two days off or you're allowed to sub here and, you know, those sort of things. I don't want to I don't it, this job is it's too precious and it's too important to have a, a 50 percenter. Right. And so I, I think at the end of the day, can we go out and, and find people to fill spaces? You know, like Scott Thompson always says, we're trying to hire firefighters, not employees. You know, and and I think that's a that's that's a, the right mindset. So you know, the other thing is, and I think we all have to be cautious of this, Chief. And 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 you have always preached this, and we maintain this standard to this day. We're not just going to hire people because we have openings. We're going to continue to hire the right people, and that's getting more challenging. It's putting a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. It puts it on our people because they're having to cover shifts and they're working more overtime. And but you know, what happens when you don't do that, Terry? What happens when you, just, you you did you, ter- right. you did internal affairs investigations for me a long time when you were the bomb and arson chief there um, before you were moving up one more? You, how many times do we go? What what the hell? Just you know, right? So what what I, I've always said it before, like for the volunteer side, you've got ten openings and some some volunteer chiefs, God bless them, 
in their effort to, to fill turnout gear, they hired 10 people and two of them are assholes. So right. I'd rather hire six and run short than hire 10 and have to focus my time on two nitwits. So, I mean, the opposite is if you don't do that, Good. Yeah, it's a resource suck because your your entire organization suffers because of it. And so and but, you know, that that is an increasing amount of per- pressure for every organization out there the, the the city, the city manager feels it because she's, you know, here's the other thing, too. And, and this is a genuine challenge. So, you know, we we want to try to and we're in a position now we have the support of city management to go to four person staffing. So that's something that we are having very positive conversations about but you you have to ask yourself man can we you know if somebody flipped a switch today and said okay you guys go you know we're we're running six engines two trucks and uh you know so let's just say our six engines for simple math we're we're talking uh, 18 people so we're going to add 18 people to our roster i can't hire them i can't it'll it would take me a couple of years to do it and and but with that being said that places a lot of internal pressure because, you know, hey, we want to strike why the iron's hot. If the city manager, the city council, everybody's pro to do this, and we want to get it done, get it done, get it done. So now you're out there saying, well, I got to get people in this door because they gave us something. I want to ask for a different position, a new program. We started mental health. Uh, we, have, we, have, we have firefighter paramedics assigned to a mental health unit in, that we run in cooperation with the police department. That brings three new positions into the city, and when we did that, you got to go hire those people. It's not easy. And it creates pressure for the fire chief. It creates pressure for the for the city manager. And, and everyone feels that. And I think that's a real important thing that people got to understand is don't let that pressure drive you into, into making well, the, Terry, the bad decisions. When you would do the backgrounds for us and we, when it was interview days, you'd sit down in front of us and go, okay, here's your eight guys today or six guys, you know, gals. All right, this yeah. one's an all-star. This was this. All right, here's one. <laughs> and you, you, I go, okay. I already know that this is going to be, <laughs> and you know, and 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 I'll I'll credit this. And I, I talked to this to a couple of guys that I was with tonight about in the absence of a uh, in the absence of a good hiring process and a good background process, you're going to hire problems. You know, people don't become problems after you hire them. You hire them as problems. You just missed it. You missed the attitude. You missed the problem. You missed the the thief. You missed the kind. Whatever it is, you missed all that with your 20 minute interview. So you're exactly, you're dead on with, if you're not going to do your due diligence, you're not going to have a decent process, you are going to have, you are going to have a problem. And part of that, you know, maybe it's just the fact that is where we're at society-wise, because everything ebbs and flows. All right, it's where we're at, man. We, you know what, we got a lot of openings. We got our work cut out for us. And uh, maybe 10 years from now, it'll be different. But I, one of the things, Terry, I I, I will say, and Louisville has always been a very progress, progressive city uh, with a lot of things. Uh, people don't really want to leave there and you know that um even i even showed somebody uh uh wichita county the latest posting for police officer and you know the bullet points are the pay and all this stuff and then the last bullet point beards and beards and tattoos (laughs) beards and tattoos and i went first of all there are still old codgers old guys with walkers and canes and wheelchairs that are fire chiefs out there that are still saying, Terry, you can't have a tattoo on your arm, you know? And I'm like, wait a minute. My, my son is a combat veteran. My son, Rick is a combat veteran. got injured in Afghanistan. My son, if, if James Salka, a, a multiple purple heart, a, a multiple bronze star with valor device on each one recipient, a major with the Marine Corps. So if he has a tattoo that says Semper Fi, or USMC because you have a tattoo policy. He has to wear a sleeve. I, you know, are we that? Are, are, are we back in 1955? Or are we? You, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, you look. You know, it's like we we don't carry to where we're at. It's like people that don't they recruit, and we always joke about uh, Facebook being old people's social media. You know, if you want to hire younger firefighters, you have to go to the 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 newer where the younger people are. The platforms you've got to be smarter. You know, you've got to yeah, go- TikTok them. Yeah, you, you got you got to do it. seriously. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. But but I yeah. will say this, Terry. I saw that. Like I I think you and I talked about it. I want our hump to hang out. So Sacramento did it a while back, where the, the ad for Sacramento, the posting was 150 years of tradition, aggressive fire department, 4896, you know, USAR team, hazmat team, all this, you know. And 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 you know what, to be honest, 
I kind of like that. I like, I, 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 you know, now John brings up in New York City at a bus stop bench at saying that you were on the show with us when he said, yeah, it said, you know, join us as a firefighter. And it said, uh, how many vacation days you have, how many sick days, your shifts and all this stuff, so, so forth. But he says, I love New York City. I love my fire department. He goes, but not once did it say public servant. Not one did it, once did it say right. you get to take care of people. Yeah. Talk, what are we focusing on? Yeah. But, yeah. but I will say some of the advertisements I see out there, um, you know, the people are they're, they're creating something eye-catchy, not too wordy, not too. Hey, uh, you, you saw the, the Fort Worth Police Department one with the used cars. The used car sales. Have you tell me? Tell oh, me you've seen yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. I reposted okay. that. So, so for anybody listening to this show, if you don't know <laughs> what we're talking about, and you want to find out, I think what the chief's point is that is that. So, I like I like to laugh. I like funny things. I, there's there's too much to cry about in this world every single day. So, uh, I, I do appreciate a good laugh. But Fort Worth Police Department did a recruiting video. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Just Google it, Fort Worth Police Department recruiting video. It'll come up as number one, I guarantee you. It's, it's absolutely just so creative. And and the other thing about it is you let, you know, like, and, and you know, for years, good Lord, for years, man, police never laughed at anything. They just, no. <laughs> you know, dark sunglasses and, 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 uh, but anyway, it's very, very well done. And, and so you're right. And and you said earlier, Chief, that we do a bad job of recruiting and, and we do. Uh, I will tell you, um, so we are revamping our recruiting efforts right now. We've got a new, uh, we've, we've reassigned that to one of our battalion chiefs who stepped up and said, I, I want to take a stab at this. Um, I need, we need the fresh ideas and we need different outreach. Whatever we're doing is not working. Um, so, you know, th- that's the other thing. I think that right now uh, we have been blessed by a system that basically has worked for a long, long time. Uh, you know, we we built a, a a fantastic profession built around uh, you know something that you you can't really get anywhere else, and that that brought people to us by the truckload, and we're not seeing that anymore. So now we got to go out and get them. We got to find them, and so we need new ideas. We need new and like what you're talking about. We got to get we got to get off of putting a, a a three by five index card out there that says. Uh, you know, you can earn, you know, whatever, three weeks vacation a week. Um, you, you've got to talk about other things. And, and Scott Thompson had a really good point when I was talking to him one day about this was that he said, you know, what we're what we're doing here in the colony is we're we're talking about the things that make us different. Right. So you talk about the, the writing assignments, for example. Um, not every department does that. And and. I sit over here as a guy that's been in this business for 37 years and I'm like, shit, at 18 years old, riding aside. I don't care. I just want to ride. I'll ride wherever you tell me to ride. Right. But that matters to people now. And so, but, but when he said it, it's so simple. The way he describes it was that, look, you've got to find the things that make your organization stand out. Right. And Hey, guess what? Hey, we're forty-eight ninety-six. Well, so are the other fifty percent of departments in here, and the other ones are twenty-four forty-eight. That's not really setting yourself apart. When you did it in Trophy Club, it set you apart because you were one of the first departments that did it, right? But you can't you can't really use that much anymore because that is more the the norm than it is the exception. So I think you've just you've constantly you know this is almost like a full time uh, you know person to just analyze watch trends and and you got to find that creative person find that person in your organization well, that, Terry, that... Terry, real quick let me i'm sorry to interrupt, but i want i didn't want to miss this point you just said that, that i want to go to what you said the creative find a creative person we used to make fun of that you'd see these departments and they would like like the law enforcement would send like a couple of their real talkative real smiley people to like spring break or they'd send you know and you see sometimes these paramedics and these people why did you get into all and i'm and we used to i'll tell you people used to make fun of them and i'm like no that's what you want you want people going out there marketing your mission we talk about we don't do no bragging you know so i want to throw this you may have heard me talk about this before this is this is an idea we need to steal from the volunteer fire service side of things when it comes to recruitment i was in a place t uh they were showing me their apparatus on the apparatus floor and across the floor i looked and i go oh is that your pub ed trailer over there 
don't know if you remember me telling this story or not. Is that your PubMed, uh, PubMed trailer? And I asked him, and he goes, no, that's our recruitment trailer. So what? It was, we're walking over. As we're getting closer, Terry, the thing was wrapped with, like, their logos and fire scenes, you know, with the wraps, how they have it. And he like a food truck. And he opened up the two big doors, and they had these, these drop-down TVs. And he started playing a video they made. It's like like all the music, like the, you know, the promo video. And it shows them fighting fires and cutting stuff. And then all of a sudden, a firefighter, a male and a female, they walk up with their gear on. And they're like, hey, you know, are you looking for something in your life that makes a difference? Blah, 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 blah. And you're watching this and you're going, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like the army, be <laughs> all you can be, you know. Right. And the army was, was the army actually did one of the best recruiting, if you remember this years ago, one of the best things they did. And do you remember the, the, the platform, an army of one? Be an uh-huh. army of one. That yeah. was a huge success for their recruiting program. So these, they walk out, they're doing this, they're talking at their gear and it flashes back to them cutting cars apart with the jaws of life and all that. And then they have all these props, Terry. They have the gear, they have stuff. Now they have the little red helmets because for the kids, because if you get the kids there, the parents are there. Maybe that's, you know, I said it before, if you're not, the high school programs, awesome program, but you got to get out. You have to have a recruitment. We actually... We, you know, we tried it, Terry, for a while, and it kind of fizzles, I think, when I left. Remember, we did a recruitment retention committee, and we would send a couple of guys to Collin County. We'd send them to the fire academies while the academy was going on, and we no one else was doing this. And we, we would send a rep uh, to, to the fire academy that would, you know, they they say, give us, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And during the academy class, um They'd walk in and say, hey, I'm Captain Terry McGrath for Louisville Fire Department. This is Firefighter Rick Lasky. And uh, I know you guys are four weeks into the academy, but we let, we want to tell you about Louisville, man. When, when you graduate, remember the whole thing, you're there, you're plugging yep. the department at the, or at the paramedic school, the paramedic program, yep. the EMT class. You know, a lot of the private ambulances are doing it. We don't, we just sit back and go, everybody wants to be a firefighter. I can't believe nobody wants to come to work here instead of being smart, how we recruit. So and right. I, I go back to the churches and go back to, to some of the service organizations and the clubs and things. And, 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 but, but the creativity part of it nowadays, you, you know, look at advertisements from years ago, look what we're doing now. And you, you mentioned, you know, um, um, you know, the forward PD South Lakes PIO, Yep. South Lake should win like yep. every they do award. A great job. Oh my God. So they if you guys exactly if you got someone that's doing that in Louisville PD with the beards and tattoos, I went, that's freaking that's freaking awesome. When you when I looked at Sacramento and said 150 years of tradition, and then it said an aggressive fire department. You want to what 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 have we said in Louisville for years? You want to be the real you want to be a real firefighter? Come here. You want to fight fires, yep. come to Louisville. You want to you want to you want to punch holes in roofs. You want to break. You want to spray water. You want to go in there. You want to you want to put yourself in harm's way to save a little baby. You want to cut people out. You want to make a difference in people's lives. And if you want to read to children and do those things, the full thing, you come work for us. If if you don't, then maybe you need to go apply for the taco place or something. But you know, we want people that that want to serve and make a difference and be part of something special. So I think Terry, I think it's like the competition thing. And and you made me think of something a while ago too. Um, when the Chicago Cubs won, finally won their World Series 108 year, years later because of the curse of a goat, um, the G, the GM had talked about how they lured one of their lured their one of their star pitchers. They put a video together that showed him winning the World Series at Wrigley. <laughs> it showed the video they you know how they do all that the Forrest Gump thing you know they did the whole yeah. he's he he he. Through the pitch, and they won the he won the World Series for him. That was their recruitment video to get this big star pitcher to come play for the Cubs. And yeah. I'm like, you know, we've got some pretty creative people. Uh, Louisville, you're, whoever does the guys that do your social media do a very good job. I'm just saying we we've got some pretty creative firefighters, you know. And I mean, yep. Well, and, and I think it takes, uh, you know, I you. you I, I think there are still, and, and I see this chief, I, I visit or I'll, I'll stop in like, a, you know, say a neighboring department and you, you walk in their front office and it's, it's stiff. You just go in there and you're like, <laughs> like you guys relax, man. What, is, you know, it just, you know, everything it, it, it's, 
you know, I feel like you had well, to walk down the hallway and you're, you know, people are saluting one another. And I'm like, just. Do you remember when I got there to Louisville? I wrote about it at Pride and Ownership. Yeah. When, I, when I walked into your central station, I didn't know if I wanted to open up a bank account or buy insurance because <laughs> there was high top back chairs. It was gla- there was glass yeah. on all the desks yeah. and plants, and yep. there was no. And the only pictures on the wall were like those those phony ones of the guys yeah. with the interlocking streams, the pro courage, and I'm like, yeah, those yeah, interlocking streams and a pro pro a pro you know. Yeah. It's a propane yeah. prop, courage. Uh, but, yeah. you know, you're right. So, I mean, and I will say this. I, I love the fact a lot of people are building new firehouses that look old. You know, they're building yeah. more firehouses that are looking more like firehouses instead of jiffy lubes, you know, that kind of stuff. And, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, Terry goes back to guys love, you know what they love? They love company logos on the rigs or on the T-shirts. Guys love having tools Guys love dressing like firefighters. They like playing like firefighters. They like talking like firefighters. They like eat. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, when, when John was in Wichita, Kansas, staying overnight to visit his, his Brian, who's on Wichita, I remember, I think you heard the story when he was on a show with us, um, the tower ladder, there was like a farmer's market across the street, but the tower ladder responded there on a call. And um, he says, I'm going to go over and look at the rig. You know, of course, that's what we do, right? He goes, I walk over there. And as I'm walking up, one of the guys comes over and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you. Go, no, we know who you are, Chief Salka. We had you in class. And he says, I started talking to these guys. And, and Terry, he called me. He goes, so he goes, you, you're not going to believe this. I was with these guys from Wichita. I swear to God, I thought I was in the Bronx talking to, to, to New York City Bronx firefighters. They looked like firefighters. They smelled like firefighters. They talked like firefighters. Their tools were all wrapped. And, and, and that's one of the things I was proud of myself in Louisville. We'd go to fires. And e- and even when our tools were all shitted up for the fire, they still look better than everybody else's tools, Terry. You know, our rigs, how we fought fires, what we did, you know, there was a chief not too far from us that went to our good buddy, Steve Bass, when he's in Grapevine and said, hey, would you come up 121 run mutual aid with us? And Steve says, well, why don't you call Rick and Lewis? And he said, oh, I don't like how he fights fires. And Steve <laughs> goes, then you're not going to like how I fight fires because we do it the same way. I'm like, yeah. you know, I, not letting guys hang stuff on the walls, put pictures, you know, you, you know, you have to, company officers. They're, they're, they're the, they're the adult in the room. They need to make sure everything's appropriate and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not dumbing it down because firefighters are some of the smartest, most progressive people I know, but let them play firefighter. Let them, let them, you know, the, I think the worst thing you do is, is in these false promises, Terry, you tell them, like, you'll, you'll be able to do this, do this. And then they get there and you go, Oh, don't do that. Don't look like that. I mean, I don't know. The happiest places I've seen are the ones, the guys, they look, eat, smell, talk, walk, look like the real thing, you know, and, and their bosses stay out of their business, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I, I think that's a huge, and you know, I, the one thing I guess when, when I talk to people, if I'm talking about our organization, so you know, the other thing, and we're a little bit hamstrung, but we're in the process right now. I think we're going to have to pivot on this just because we've never hired enough. We, we, we don't have the quantity or didn't have the quantity. We always doing onesie twosies. We didn't, you know, we, we, we always had enough candidates. We were filling our positions. And, and so now, I mean, we're hiring. Uh, we, we just recently graduated, I think, eight, seven and we're already five, you know, we, we already need five. So, but, but the point is, is that we've been hiring certified, certified, meaning that we're looking for firefighter paramedics. And and that's, you know, for obvious reasons, the, the quick turnaround of getting somebody on shift and, and having them count our staffing, but, but we don't have the numbers out there to support those efforts anymore. So we, we, so we've gone down now we're hiring EMTs, right? That didn't really open up the, the pool like we thought it would. And, of course, now we're still having to send people to, to paramedic school. So, you know, we're we're in that kind of that transition now where I think we're going to have to get back to say we have to do a general hire. And that's that's going to provide us the most flexibility. But you to, got the ability to, get, to run your own academy, though, Terry. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, um, you know, the only thing that is is – is detrimental to doing it that way. Obviously is it's the time it's four months of, of a fire school. And then, uh, you know, to turn around, get them through EMT and paramedic school. 
uh, with all that being said, that's just that's also part of having to just change the way you do things now, right? But when I talk to guys that are firefighters, like if you know, if a guy is a firefighter in a neighboring city, and then he says, "Well, okay, but what what makes things different in Louisville, right?" So I can say things like, "Well, you know, we're we're smart and aggressive, and you know, we we believe in smoothbores or whatever you want to say, right?" You you can throw a million things out there. You know, we've got Hamaltro tools on our, you know, whatever, right? So, but I think like one of the things that makes us different for a firefighter, like I think we let people work and stay out of their way, right? I don't, I don't dabble in, uh, you know, I, I, I don't dabble. If, if, if I'm talking to a captain or a battalion chief about a captain, it's because there's something really, really wrong, right? I don't, I don't care. I tell guys all the time. I don't care if I stop in your station because I want to wash my car and I'm driving by your station and I come in there, I could care less if you dudes are sleeping. I don't care less if you're playing Xbox. I could care less as long as your business is done and you are ready to respond and take care of people. That's the priority. Once that is satisfied, I could care less what you're doing in there. Right. And so, but that's not true in every organization. So when I sit here and say, well, what makes Louisville, I think we allow guys to come to work and, and do their job. Right. And, and to me, right. I talk about the things that matter to me. That means something to me. When I, when I worked for you, uh, you, you would say, this is what I want done. Get this done. And then you would let people go do it. And, and you would check in, and if you needed help or support or redirect or whatever, you were always, a, you know, whatever. But you weren't in there like, you know, hey, get this done. Now, let me tell you how to do it, right? So, and, and I think that's a big difference. So, I you know, I think there's a lot of things that we can do to market our departments. I think there's a lot of things. But I think in this climate right now, Chief, I think it's incumbent on every fire administration, every chief officer out there, you got to look in the mirror right now because it's a firefighter's market. And you are out there competing for the same people I'm competing for. And if if you are not willing to look in the mirror and 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 check yourself and and you know uh, because I it I think it's going to get harder. Well, and it's it's like you just said it. It's like real estate. When's yeah. when is it a seller's market versus a buyer's market and all that? Right. And, and you said something a little while back that I think a lot of the departments chiefs need to commit to if they've got a good city manager is. We have to change how we're doing business. You said that, which which that means we have to we have to look at, you know what we're in this for the long haul. So guess what we're gonna have to hire people and we have to put them through a four month fire academy, and then we have to put them through EMT school and then we have to send some to paramedic school, and you know what it's gonna take us a while to do that. The military does it, you know the Marines do it. You know the Marines there for the you, know, you go through boot camp, which is a long time. And then you get out of there and you go to your all your different schools. You, I mean, it, it's like training after training. They don't just sit there and go, you know, it's great being a corporal now because I can just sit back and do nothing. You know, they don't do that. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're not moving, you're out. And I, I just think, like you said, it, it's it's a different, there's a different way of doing business nowadays. And if you're not moving, you're losing. And if you're not paying attention, if you're so, I've said it before for volunteers. If if you think putting a flash and sign in front of your firehouse that says "poor pay, cool hat," you know, come get a T-shirt, it doesn't work that way anymore. You've you've got to go out and talk no. to neighbors and talk. It's the same thing on the career side. You've got to change how you're doing things. The, you know, New York City, FTNY, Terry John talks about this all the time. They used to call 300 people off the list for a 300 person academy, and get 300 people right then. Now they're calling the hundreds to try and get 150, you know, to get, you know, people are going, nah, or I'm not, or I changed my mind or whatever for the FDNY. So if they're seeing it, the rest of us are seeing it. But, you know, again, I think a lot of it comes down to the leadership. I'll go back to all the ring knockers, all the God bless them, the EFOs, the CFOs, and all the graduates of all the chiefs academies that are out there, so on and so forth. There you go, boys and girls. Where's the answers? You know, <laughs> you're the one your on that. <laughs> you know, they're worthy. The, where's all the answers? You should have everything. You know, you should be going look at this pro. You know what? Because nobody's doing it. <laughs> you know, and if we're if we're not changing how we're we're looking for people, how we're hiring people, how we're how we're what we're making and what what they're doing, 
you know, there's the key. You know, if we can't hire firefighters, kids or relatives of firefighters, then how do we find the ones and how do we lure them? How do, excuse me, you know, it used to be a big thing in the military. There's another thing, by the way, my son did it with CSAD, Coalition of Sailors Against Destructive Decisions. And he would have different, when you, when you say I'm done and I'm putting my papers, I'm going to be done. This is my last year. You know, I'm out in 12 months or nine months. They have a whole policy, a whole program you go through that helps you readjust to civilian life, including job people. Employers would come and say, Terry, what did you do? Okay, this is what we, I think you'd fit perfect with our, our corporation, our business. Setting them up for success instead of just going, okay, you're out of the Army now. Good luck. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, you know, what do we have to do to get people, you know, I think you said it. I'm going to go back to it, the schools. You know, you know, to the chiefs that are listening out there, do what you have to do. Is it more work? Sorry, it's more work. And this is just funny. We had no problem. A lot of fire departments, Terry, hiring accreditation officers. We yeah. were after a sticker for the rig. And I'm all about accreditation. Yeah. You know, we spent all that money to get that ISO one, but we do nothing to recruit. You know, we do nothing that in fire prevention. We we you know, I'll tell you, you hurt your back. Yeah, we'll stick you in fire prevention. We treat fire and, prevention. And that's the, invest, that's the investment in the most important part of your organization, right? The, the, exactly. You're, you're going to yeah. live and die by the by the people that work for you. And, and you're right. We, But you know what? Now that, you know, you just say that, and I sit over here and think of how many man hours goes into specking an engine. Uh, an engine that we buy from a company and makes 11 gajillion of them a year, I could probably pick. <laughs> Any of the 5,000 are coming off that plant every day and it would work just fine. But we don't. We, we've got a team of, you know, six people pouring over specification sheets and looking at dimensions and diameters and, and orifices and, and nozzle. You know, I mean, whatever. And 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 yeah, but but we don't have that same blueprint that's going into to figuring out the people. If you want to produce an end product of great, if you want great firefighters that will become even better company officers, would be become better ship commanders and, and and chiefs, you've got to invest. You know, in, in my leader, the leadership program, John, and I do. When we talk about mentoring, Terry. We have a saying about mentoring: one generation plants a tree, while another enjoys the shade. Nothing in the fire service that's instant is any good. So you've got to be you've got to be thinking now for what you know. I used to drive our panel crazy. You'd come in and sit down and go, okay, these are what you got. And I would look at those guys. I go, you ready? They go, go ahead. And I go, stop interviewing and hiring for tomorrow. I want you to look at these candidates and picture. Remember picture where they're, what, what do you think they're going to look like 20 years from now? You know, is, you know, yeah. is, I mean, think about it. Anybody can hire for just for tomorrow. What do you think? Picture them in five years, 10 years. What are they going to look like? What are they going to be doing? You know, stop hiring for just tomorrow. But if we yep. if we're if we're not in this, if we're not telling our city managers, look, this is what's happening globally in the United States. All right, we need to focus on. We need to, you know, look. We're we're too small to have our own academy. Well, Louisville, can we? You know, what do we have to do to send people to whose academies? You know, what I'm saying because not everybody has what you guys have. There's a lot of smaller departments that don't have that ability. They don't have specialty teams. They just have three stations that that go to calls. So. You know they're even in a more difficult position because okay? hey, you want to be on our dive team, you want to be on our talk, you know all that stuff. So again, it, it, there's so much more of this that we could talk about even longer. But you know, there's got to be a strategy. There's got to be a plan, right? There's got to be. Let's sit down and let's draw this out. All right, let's talk very full. Let, we have openings. Where do we go from there? Well, we're gonna have to advertise. You have to come up with a little. Okay, let's walk through. Let, like one of the things you got rid of, which was I was just telling these guys on the way from the airport, the the written tests for paramedics. You know, or really, I think they've already proved their cognitive ability being a nationally registered paramedic, and you're making right. a written exam. Let's 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 tweak our hiring processes, not reduce our standards, mind you. I'm not saying that. It's actually quite the opposite. You guys actually went the other way. You know, you just said, look, the written makes no sense anymore, but you replace it like two other things, you know. Yeah. So I think you have to look at your hiring and your background process and make sure that there's no flaws there. And then how are you training them? Where are you going with it? And then what's the longevity? What what are you doing wise? And if city managers, you're blessed, you got a great city manager, but some people don't have that. If they're not going to look at salary studies, if they're not going to do stuff and just go, look, you want to work here, I don't care, you know. Um, 
then they're they're constantly be spending money overtime and having openings and having people leaving and complaining about. Them. Well, you know, you, you said something earlier, and I and I do I, I want to emphasize this because, uh, you know, a a good public education program we often associate that with what we're going to teach. Uh, kids how to you know have a meeting place and get out alive or, or close doors and you know all the little safety we need all of it we need all of it and if we go to senior places and teach them about cooking dangers and falling and tripping and you know hazard mitigation or whatever the case but we need all of it but the other part of your public education program the other part of being visible out in the community is is you <laughs> that's what we're doing that's what we hope we're doing i want you waving to people when you're sitting in the engine stop looking at your phone uh, when you're sitting at an intersection, wave to people, engage people. When you're at the grocery store and somebody wants to come up and ask you a question about your tri- fire truck, don't be all put out about it, you know, because you you are, you know, I can't tell you how many phone calls we get when, when you know, I get I get phone calls or stuff. And to this day, and, and you started that program, Chief, here in Louisville, is that if somebody wants to ride at our fire department because they say, man, I don't know what it's like being a fireman. Well, well, hell, nobody buys a car unless you drive it, right? So, so come right out for us a day. I'll put you with a battalion chief. I'll put you on an end. You can't ride a medic for for obvious reasons, but you know, I'll I'll put you wherever you want to be. And 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 we do that. I tell people they come in here and they come up from, you know, they're seventy miles away. They come over here, and I go, hey, what? How'd you end up in Lewis? Were you over here riding? You, you know, you're from. A city seventy miles from here, so yeah, they don't they don't let people, you know, they're not welcoming, they're not inviting, or whatever. So we sit around and talk about, well, nobody wants to be a fireman. It's like, well, because maybe all you guys are assholes, and and you know, open your doors, and <laughs> and you know, so we are a we are a service oriented business, and and that that means that you know, public education is part of that, and public education is not just teaching people needed life skills and and how to stay out of danger, but it's also being ambassador for this profession. And and and, and and that's what we are. Are we not? You just said it. Every single firefighter that works for you is a sales representative for your fire department. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. single one. And, and how they look, how they act, how they talk, how they do. You know, little kids that go, we always talk about little kids pointing two things, the fire engine and the ice cream truck. And, and there's more yep. fire engines. There are ice cream trucks out there right now. I'm just saying that, you know, there, there's a reason why we're in all the books. There's a reason why all the toy stores have aisles full of fire trucks and ambulances and hook and ladder trucks and stuff. Little boys and girls want to be, they want to play firefighter. Appeal yep. to that. But that, that goes yep. back to, you know, you got all these chiefs with all these, all the skins on the walls and they can't figure out how to recruit because, you know, like I said, you can go spec a rig, you can go build a firehouse, you can do this, but they can't figure out how to hire people. And, if you're not going to sit down and go all the way through it and have a, you know, and, and make good, solid presentations to your boss, your administration, when you need money to do things or whatever, then you know what? Just get ready to be short all the time. So, so let's do this. Let's recap. recap. So real quick, <clears throat> we talked about the juniors programs and the high school programs and getting them young, get, go after them young. Yep. So when graduating, you know, boom. Um, talked about getting out, going to the EMT classes, the paramedic schools, the fire academies, and going out there and asking them just for 10 minutes or catch up. Or, you know what, bring lunch in. Bring lunch right. in. Bring a free lunch and bring pizzas or whatever you want. Hey, Louisville's here. Oh, really? What do they bring? Hey, they 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 brought they brought burritos. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, East Mudflap only brought like cold pizzas. You know, I mean, just, you know, you go in there and, and, and you woo them a little bit. You tell them why, you know, you, look, when you're done, we'd love to have you. We got a great place, blah, 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 so, so forth. I love the idea of the recruitment trailer. I love the idea of everybody being ambassadors. You know, you've got to figure out your social media stuff and 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 you got to get with the times, man. You got to get with 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 today because if you're if – you're, Hey, you know, as you're sitting there saying that, right, Chief? So <laughs> you're talking about a recruitment trailer. How many, like we have a large uh, Parks and Rec, uh, uh, our our Parks Department has a large baseball complex. I don't know how many select tournaments of baseball, right, or softball, whatever. So there is a huge congregation of high school age kids that are, are and, and so what are you doing? You're going to go play baseball, you can play, you know, uh, six games in a day, and how much downtime you got sitting around here? Set up a damn booth out there. Let soccer, you know, soccer games. One, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. One of these kids comes by and says, "You know, I've never thought about being a firefighter. Let me ask you some questions or whatever." 
But that's a perfect demographic for what we're trying to go after, which is catch that catch that kid when he's a junior in high school. Tell him that, hey, every decision you're making right now matters. So if this is something that you're serious or, or want to do, and that's a great uh, way to engage a perfect age group or, or even younger than that to where they can steer into that. Have uh, the banner that, that says, have the banner that you put up says, have, have you ever thought about being a firefighter? Right. And, and, and they're looking at that the whole time going, what's that all about? I don't know. Let's go find out. Yeah. I see a fire engine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's a, I mean, go, yeah, go after. I don't know. We just, <clears throat> I said before, get, get to the churches, get to the boys and girls clubs, you know, get, go to the, go, go to the homeowners associations, go, you know, go to some of these places where you're going to find good people, you know, that, that yeah. want to serve, you know, a lot of volunteer organizations that people are, you know, you know, um, I, I love that idea about, I just thought about the kids of soccer playing sports and stuff that are like, have their whole life out of them. And you know what? Not everybody right now can go to college. Mike Rose says that not everybody should go to college, you know. Um, hey, in the state of Texas, and, and we don't talk about this enough, in the state of Texas, there's tuition relief for firefighters. I, I, I told you I went to graduate school. I did that under tuition relief program. I went for a third of the cost that would go to, to, to Texas Tech. We don't talk about that in the state of Texas enough. And it's, it's, it's out, your volunteers are eligible for that Wichita West. And we don't talk about that enough. So you know what? For for anybody that's out there, saying, "Man, I don't know if I can go to college or struggle to go," well, come be a fireman first. Well, and, and then and, we'll take care of that too. And not only that, while you're working, we have downtime or we have study time. You can actually yeah. study while you're at work. Yeah. So yeah. so all right. Um, so we 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 pounded on that a lot. We started in high school, working our way up to, and being serious about how we go out and recruit people, where we go, and you know what, we're at a point where maybe we have to, we have to start doing combined agency academies and EMT schools yeah. and stuff. Stop saying, you know, we, we need, we need to be smarter than the stone and figure this whole recruitment thing out. Cause there's a ton of incredible jobs with incredible fire departments out there with great benefits and all that. Um, we just suck at recruiting and suck at marketing our yeah. mission. Your, what are your, what your closing thoughts, Terry, your closing thoughts on this whole, you know, recruitment, you know, like I we said, maybe we'll call this one. Are they too many jobs or not enough applicants? What, 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 what? I, what are you looking I, for? I'll tell you that that this issue that we're talking about tonight, it is it is uber frustrating, and it and it has been for a couple of years, and I it will continue to be a source of stress. Um, and I the bad thing is I don't have the answers. The other thing is is like you know the the analogy you're turning an aircraft carrier because we're talking about going out to a. Uh, juniors and, and sophomores in high school and trying to expose them to the fire. So that's great. That's not solving your problem for another, you know, four years or, or whatever the case may be. So, uh, but, but, you know, you've got to, like they talk about commercial airlines, commercial airlines, they have a projected shortfall of pilots of like 6,000. And, and the stuff that the, the, they're going through some unbelievable attempts of trying to, to steer people. And how long does it take to get somebody from, Hey, I'm interested in being a pilot to being able to actually fly a commercial uh, airplane. It's a long time, but you got to start. Right. And and that's kind of where I feel like we are now is that we've got to get the swing of the general public or the swing of, of, of a, a certain um, demographics of, of people in the right age group and the right mindset that, that are interested in public service again, interested in the fire service again. And uh, and I think that's going to take a, a large lift on a lot of people. But um, and, and understand we're, we're instant reaction people because we want to go out and do something and see a see a benefit of that tomorrow. And you're not no. you're not going to see that for a while. But but it, it's you. This is something that you have to grind at right now. And, and we've got to focus energy into this right now. What we said, one generation plants a tree while another enjoys a shade. And you said earlier, you, you've got to be in it for the long haul um, or you're going to be just spinning your wheels in the sand frustrated. Um, you know, I, I thought of something when you were saying that, you know what, we all know, we all know that one department that seems to never have any problem hiring. We all know that one department. You know what? Go do a little study. Why? You know, and yeah. Why, yeah. you know, the one place that always seems to hire, why does everybody want to go there? Is it the salaries? Is it strictly salaries? Well, then figure that shit out. 
Is it apparatus? Is it tools? Is it uniforms? Is it stuff? Whatever. I mean, what are they doing? Why? Why is it? Why people want to go there? Is, is it? Is, if it's Clownville, then good. You know what? Then go away. We don't want to be Clownville. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but at the same time, you know, uh, you know, I, I that's what I used to appeal to. I'm very competitive, and I used to tell people, if you want to be the best, come work for Louisville. You know, if you want to, if you want to be just okay, then go be so okay somewhere else. But we're looking for the best, and if we have to run short, we'll run short. But we, I want, <laughs> we want the best. You know, going into people's homes to take care of people, seeing you know grandparents and all that stuff. So, um, I don't know. You're, you're right. There's not an easy answer to it. But if we don't sit down and figure this out, you know, we're going to get more and more frustrated. And I think, I think the frustration Terry, will be even worse down the road when we're looking at the product that we develop right. because we hire the wrong people. In right. our hurry to hire people, we hire the wrong people and we'll pay the price for it down the road. And we'll be going, well, how did this happen? Well, you and I have been through some pretty serious internal affairs investigations. And, you know, and it happens. And you and I have said, and I said it before, I, I wish I had that guy when he was a rookie because I think I could have yeah. put him into a better firefighter and officer. Well, guess what? You know, years from now, somebody's going, well, well, he, remember when we had the big job thing going on? That's what, you know, that's what's going to be. So, yeah, but there's yeah. got to be a strategy. You have to sit down and look at the whole thing from start to finish. So, hey, right. Terry, I, for, buddy, I can't thank you enough for, for filling in for John. Um, you know, he, he loves you to death. Um, you know, you, you're, and you, you've been my, my, my buddy, my partner for a long time. Like I said, you define loyalty. Plus, plus, you know the job and you love the job. And and you're one of the funniest bastards I've ever been around in my life. <laughs> I tell people, I said, that guy missed his call and he should have been a stand-up comic because there's things you'll say sometimes that I'll just, I'll just, I'll lose it. I'll be, I'll be laughing. And I got to say, before we go, it's like when we got to do uh, police package expeditions after we get on the Crown Vic. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. They they pulled up with one and back, and we all went out there to look, and we're all standing around. And everybody's real quiet, and nobody said nothing. And you go, there it is, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> you think you hate it now. Wait till later from vacation. <laughs> Harry, I can remember that till today, and it still makes me laugh my ass off because we're all standing there, and I don't know how you how do you come up with this shit. It was like out of the blue. It's like, there it is, Clark. You, you think you hate it now. Wait <laughs> But, buddy, I can't think it. Hey, if they want to get a hold of you, what email is best? Sure, the uh, city account. So, T McGrath at cityoflewisville.com. Perfect, perfect. You want to see, you want to see some things going really good. You want to see some great things going on at the fire service. Uh, they'll be the first ones. Every single person in Louisville will say we're not perfect, which I love that because humility is a humility is a huge fact. It's even in your 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 firefighter creed. Yeah. Okay, agreed, yeah. but I will tell you this, folks, if you want to see how to do it right, uh, go to or Louisville, go talk to them, go right out with them. They'll you know, go have lunch right out. Um, they've got a lot of cool stuff going on there. A lot of good things. Um, again, they'll be the first ones to say, well, we're not perfect. And I always go, yeah, I know nobody's perfect, but you guys got a lot of cool stuff going on. You want to see how to be firefighters and paramedics, how to run a fire department, go there. Um, well, I'm at chief Lasky at gmail.com. And, uh, uh, what we've been doing, the command post, we've got uh, Terry and I, we we host uh, with our crew the third Wednesday we month to hump the hangout right here at fireengineering.com uh, with, with Chief David Rhodes, a new boss that uh, took over for our, our our good buddy, Chief Bobby Halton. David's doing awesome. And our, our good friend, Chief John Salkin, our really good friend, uh, Chief Scott Thompson from the Colony. Uh, we're always throwing things out there. There's never a script. There's never any notes, uh, as you can tell. Um, but uh, we're always looking for you. Um, so spread the word. Uh, we end all of our shows uh, with a very important phrase, and that is please keep the men and women armed forces in your thoughts and prayers. And remember this, never forgetting means just that, never forgetting. <laughs>